This is Wandering in the Word, where you can listen in as the staff of First Lutheran Church in Minot, North Dakota, has a casual conversation about the scripture readings for the upcoming Sunday worship service. Welcome to Wandering in the Word for uh, the upcoming Sunday, which is a big day yes. here at First Lutheran Church. We have so much going on. Lots going on. It's yeah. like... I mean, is it like the 23rd Sunday after Pentecost or something? <laughs> that is totally lost in all the excitement of um, the Festival of Reformation Day. Reformation Day is October 31st every year, and it falls every year, and it falls on a Sunday this year, which is thrilling. Am I right? Oh, yeah. And um, Confirmation Sunday, where we will uh, witness our 10th graders affirm their baptism during the 11 o'clock service. Mm-hmm. And so... Um, what else? Oh, it's Halloween. Yeah. Halloween. <laughs> yeah, it's Halloween. Drunk or treat. So all of these pieces are kind of the context in which we're going to hear these scripture texts that we're going to uh, talk about today. Um, but there's going to be so much, so much going on, so much background. We're going to so much. It's going to be interesting. So instead of wearing a costume to worship on Sunday, we are asking everyone to wear red. Red. That's right. You dress up in a red costume, I guess. Ooh, two for one. Yeah, come as a piece of licorice or something. But. Well, before we start, too, um, if, in case our uh, people are, are watching the video of this conversation, Melissa, can you explain why there's a deep freeze behind you today? Oh, yes. Um, <laughs> our fantastic uh, FLCW ladies are making pies to sell at our fall bazaar. So this freezer is full of apple pies that are baked, I think, already, and then frozen. So that are they... I think they're unbaked. I think they have baked and unbaked. Okay. But you can bring one home and bake it in your oven and be like, look what I baked, everybody. Have pie. You didn't have to do any of the peeling and crust and all that. Or just take one for yourself. That's probably going to be mine. Sounds like a great anyway. I mean, I didn't need a commercial for the bazaar, but that's fine. But (laughs) I just, you know, why why we have a deep freeze this week? It's a new fixture. It's not permanent. It's kind of so next weekend, the sixth and fifth and sixth, sixth and seventh. Just the sixth. Just the sixth. Saturday. (laughs) For sure, on Saturday the sixth, come and see us at the bazaar. Great at this commercial. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Now that we've paid our sponsors, we're um, (laughs) we're not in marketing. (laughs) (laughs) Why don't we hear what our scripture readings are for Reformation Sunday and Confirmation Sunday? So we have. um, Why don't we start with our gospel reading, Melissa? Sounds good. Our gospel is from John chapter eight, verses thirty-one through thirty-six. Then Jesus said to the Jews who had believed in him, if you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples and you will know the truth and the truth will make you free. They answered him, we are descendants of Abraham and have never been slaves to anyone. What do you mean by saying you will be made free? Jesus answered them, very truly, I tell you, everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. The slave does not have a permanent place in the household. The son makes a place there forever. So if the son makes you free, you will be free indeed. The gospel of the Lord. Praise Praise to you, O Christ. Well. Amen. Mm -hmm. For those who come to Reformation Sunday on a regular basis every year, this will sound familiar. (laughs) Yeah, I think we hear this uh, every year. The last Sunday in October, each and every year. Um, But it's a good text. And I think, you know, I can appreciate that it's a little shorter. You can really kind of focus in a little bit. Mm -hmm. And um, some interesting uh, exchange here between Jesus and the Jews who had believed in him. And it's so funny to me that what they are kind of taken aback by, maybe slightly offended by, is Jesus saying, the truth will make you free. 
which sounds like just a hundred percent pure good news. Mm -hmm. Like, Oh, we'll be made free. That's fantastic. But their response was like, what do you mean? We're not free already. We've never been slaves to anyone. And I think, I think that is kind of the, the rub of the gospel for all of us to be like, well, what do you mean? I can't just save myself. Mm -hmm. We'll hear another scripture reading on Sunday from Romans that talks all about that, how none of uh, the works that we can do can fulfill the law and make us righteous, but only by the work of Christ are we made free, made righteous. Yeah. I mean, the, the kind of, it's, I think it is kind of meant to be funny, like just how offended they are. Like, how, what do you mean we are slaves? We've never been slaves to anybody. And we talked earlier, like that's literally their like story of throughout all the old Testament is, you know, being slaves, the Exodus mm-hmm. coming from Egypt time and time again, you know, exit Babylonian exile and Isaiah, like they're constantly being made slaves by one group of people or another. And it's not like a sort of obscure part of their history. Like every single year, Jewish people celebrate the Passover Passover. and retell this story about how they are brought out from the slavery in Egypt and um, for them to be like, we've never been slaves. (laughs) Like you are not very self-aware. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, there's some truth to that. I mean, to transport us to today, then, you know, we, we think, oh, I'm, I'm, I, I see the truth. I know exactly how everything is in this world. I know how it works. Um, you know, I, you don't, you can't teach me anything new. I have all the answers figured out. And then, you know, Jesus says, well, if, then you'll know the truth and the truth will make you free. And it's like, well, I've, I know everything, Jesus, like, how is that going to set me free? And it's like, well, okay. That's, it's kind of the same idea that if, you really think you have it all figured out. You understand how the world works and it, it's also black and white. I, maybe not. I mean, that might not be exactly true. Maybe Jesus truth needs to set us free a little bit. Like that honesty, mm-hmm. like I don't understand all the systems that we're a part of and, you know, the culture that we live in and how it influences us and the everything from, you know, your gender to the, your skin color, all these different things play a role in how we navigate this world. Um, and to just go, no, 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 it doesn't. And when you're, it's when it's like the air around you or a fish swimming in the water doesn't really reflect maybe on the nature of the water. I mean, we have all these cultural constructs that we live in each and every day that we don't even notice because it's just, it's the air we breathe. Mm -hmm. And um, Jesus truth transcends all of these cultural constructs across space and time so that um, the ancient Jewish people, the early Christian church, the church today we all have very different sort of contexts, but this truth that is Christ is where we need to go to find that sort of ultimate reality and ultimate truth. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it, you could say in a sense, it's because we're always reforming, right? I mean, to bring it back yes. to the reformation, you know, um, made new. you know, to, to land at a place where you think you have it all figured out and, you know, you have God figured out and all of God's mysteries well, that's like the first sign that you don't have. Yeah, right. yeah. <laughs> like we have that's growing a red flag. That's a red flag. You know, um, I always say, you know, like when they hear a pastor say, I have all the, all the answers and I have God figured out. It's like, okay, that's concerning. Yeah. How right. can you do that? Oh, well, God is bigger than your brain. Right. That's exactly. Used to anybody when God is so vast, um, our human imagination can't begin to contain. Yeah. And to me, that's, that's, freeing in a sense yeah. you know it's a, it is a, a freedom a beauty to it so and i was thinking about freedom you know we talk a lot about freedom in the in, in our country in particular um and i think you know i th- 
I was talking to one of my kids the other day and we were talking about like freedom and how like to have true freedom, you actually still have to have some kind of like structure and yeah. law in place. Because if we were just living in freedom, that's like the definition of anarchy. Yeah. <laughs> and so Luther's idea of, you know, like we're freed from our sin for our neighbor is mm -hmm. kind of a, a, a law of sorts, a rule, a way of life that we live into. Um, and, and in that we discover this kind of freedom that Jesus talks about, I think, you know, this, you know, when we start serving others and, you know, not just caring about ourselves, there's like a, a beauty that comes, a truth in mm -hmm. that, that then sets us free. It's not the, the absence of rules or regulations or anything like that. It's caring for each other in a, in a place. So I don't know. No, I, that's good. Yeah. That's well said. Um, and, and for, for people who are like, well, we've never been slaves or I've always lived in America. I've never been a slave. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm white and live in America. I've never right. been a slave. Um, Jesus says everyone who commits sin is a slave to sin. Yeah. Like, sheesh, that's, that is every single one of us. And it, that's not news to us either. I mean, we're doing our traditional confession on Sunday where everybody in the sanctuary is going to say together, we are in bondage to sin. We cannot, we free, cannot ourselves. free ourselves. Yeah. Um, so we, we know it on some level and that um, we need Jesus to free us from that because we we're stuck. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, you know, in this side of heaven, it's that tension where, where we're like we talk about in, in Lutheran circles about, you know, simultaneously sinner and saint where we are freed from that sin while still living in it. Like that kind of weird mis mystical dance of sorts. Um, and I think like, so I think for some of us, you know, like if we don't have a, an addiction that is unpopular or something like that, you know, we think, Oh, well, I, yeah, I'm not a slave to anything, but as we're kind of going back to where we started, like the, the culture we live in, this this yeah. capitalistic, you know, machine that we live in that's just like consume more, produce more, you know, despite what it might do to people in poor countries or what it means for our environment or creation, like that is, a, that's sin <laughs> in some ways, you know, epitomized that we don't care about the people that are producing our phones down the line. Just give mm -hmm. me the phone now. Um you know, it's a, it's a, a sin that we are slave to. I mean, that we, cause we can't, it's so hard to, can't really free ourselves from it. Um, but I don't know, that's one way to think about it. Yeah. There's one more piece in here too, that I think is worth mentioning. And um, in verse 32, it says, you will know the truth. Mm. And I think in our world where we are much more comfortable with like black and white rigid structure, um, we want the truth to be a formula. Mm -hmm. We want it to be like, say the right words in the right order. And then, you know, the truth. Mm -hmm. And, um, in John's gospel, which we're reading from Jesus says outright, I am the truth. Mm -hmm. I am the way, the truth and the life. And to know the truth who is embodied in the person of Jesus to know the truth means to know Jesus way of life, his teaching, his preaching his healing and, and it's not, it's just not cut and dried, black and white, memorize these 10 words and you've got it. This is like a lifelong getting to know another person who happens to be God incarnate. Yeah. Um, so it's not, it's just not like you're going to go take a fill in the bubble, multiple choice test. Do you know the truth? 
um, it's a relationship. And I think that that colors how we read this as well. Yeah. And that, that right before that, where it says, if, if you continue in my word, you are truly my disciples and you'll know the truth. And I think that's interesting in my word, because Jesus isn't talking about the Bible here, right? I mean, the Bible wasn't around yet. Right. You continue in my word, which is kind of like in, he, in, in John, he's the word became flesh. You know, there's yeah, kind of all of this, yeah, the same idea, one. like you were talking about, like kind of follow my life, my teaching, my way, um, my word, and then you'll be my disciples and you'll know the truth. Mm -hmm. And it is like, yeah, not a decipher a code and figure out yeah. what the prize is. It's, Learn the secret. It's a journey. It's our whole life. It is. It's and it's do. discipleship and it's mm -hmm. prayer and Bible study and caring for your neighbors. And, and that's how we learn the truth. Yeah. That's how we get to know it. And, oh, wow. Well, yes, it's a journey. It's, it good. it's a good journey. Well, let's let's be a journey on to our next Bible reading, which, uh, again, this every year comes up and it's a great one. Uh, you'll see, you'll hear some very familiar words in here. This is supposedly also uh, Psalm 46 is was Martin Luther's inspiration I learned mm -hmm. today for A Mighty Fortress. We're going to sing that on Sunday. We'll, we'll sing it Not on Sunday. To anybody. We sing it every Reformation Sunday. Yeah, it's, it, it, I think it's loosely inspired because there's not a lot of the same words. But <laughs> anyways, well, so we'll, we'll read this uh, Psalm 46 together. God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Therefore, we will not fear, though the earth be moved, and though the mountains shake in the depths of the sea. Though its waters roar and foam, though the mountains tremble with its tumult. There is a river whose streams make glad the city of God, the holy habitation of the Most High. God is in the midst of the city. It shall not be moved. God will help it when the morning dawns. The nations are in an uproar. <laughs> like, I, what, do what do you have? <laughs> I have a, diff a slightly different translation than you. Oh, okay. I was, going on. I was like, Melissa's forgotten how to read. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's my bad, everybody. Where, where can we start? Um, how about this? Sweaty. I'll start in five. God is in the okay. midst of the city. It shall not be moved. God will help it when the morning dawns. The nations are in an uproar. The kingdoms totter. He utters his voice. The earth melts. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Come, behold the works of the Lord. See what desolations he has brought on the earth. He makes the wars cease to the end of the earth. He breaks the bow and shatters the spear. He burns the shields with fire. Be still and know that I am God. I am exalted among the nations. I am exalted in the earth. The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. It goes a lot smoother when we have the same translation yeah. together. Oh, I had a more poetic one that's um, pointed for chanting. Oh, so you have like the ELW one. I have the ELW one. This yeah. is an RSV, so... <laughs> Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. Yeah, it is in our, uh, the, the Psalm section of our hymn book is a little different. Make it easier to sing. But yeah, so this is a, this is a great, I mean, beautiful Psalm, comforting Psalm. Um, I always, I, I'm always struck because, you know, we always hear verse 10, which is the be still and know that I'm God part. And, you know, it's needle pointed and, and all kinds of quotes, <laughs> but all of the stuff that's like going on before that <laughs> yeah. is like anything but quiet, anything, but Ooh. yeah, it's scary. It's like mm -hmm. wars and the earth burn. melting. <laughs> yeah. That's terrifying. A little yeah. bit, a little bit. Um, 
yeah, lots of uh, war going on. And then it's just like, and eh, be still and know that I'm God. Yeah. Um, which is, I mean, is beautiful and is maybe highlighted all the more, you know, in the midst of all of that going on, the tumult of the world and um, things to be still and know that I'm God. So there's not much stillness. Yeah. In the not world, a lot. As we know it, no. that takes a little intention in yeah. like carving out some space to be still. Yeah. So do you see any uh, comparisons? Were you looking up Ooh, Mighty Fortress? Well, yes. Yeah. So I'm looking at a Mighty Fortress from our hymn book, just kind of scanning through the verses of the hymn and comparing some of the language to the verses of the psalm. And it's very, very interesting because I've never really noticed this um, comparison until today. And talking about how Psalm 46 um, it, it's coming from a different cultural background than um, Martin Luther put together in I don't know, sometime in the 1500s when yeah. he was doing his his hymn work, he talks a lot more about um, Satan and hordes yeah. of devils. And it's just very medieval. Yeah. It's very, um, this is how people thought about the world. And so all of these really troubling things that are laid out in the Psalm about the, the waters raging and, and foaming and the earth melting. And um, Martin Luther attributes all that to the satanic foe stuff yeah i mean I, if i'm gonna confess you know in recorded form i uh -oh, mighty, mighty fortress isn't one of my favorite hymns oh i know i the tune is fun and it is fest it can be festive but it is i, I get i get kind of turned off by some of like the, the war imagery and the yes. like the battling satanic foes yeah. through swords and um I mean, obviously, you know, he does try to make the point that, you know, Christ is our victor and all of those our kinds champions. of things. And um, even goes like dark. Isn't there a verse where it's like, you know, even though our families will all die. And <laughs> Were they to take our house, goods, honor, child or spouse, though life be wrenched away. They cannot win the day. Cannot win the day. Yeah. I mean, and that's comforting on the one hand, I suppose, but also like, whoa, dude. <laughs> He was a troubled man. <laughs> he was hardcore. I mean, I think he had to have been to be so motivated to um, take on the established church um, in the way that that he did. He was um, so uh, angsty about the law and was so freed by the gospel. Um, but yeah, we just have a, a different, I think, experience from Martin Luther spiritually, yeah. Yeah. culturally, everything. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Because in the midst of that, just be still and know that I'm God. <laughs> yeah. He didn't put anything in here about being still. It's a lot about swords and shields and the oppressor's rod and um, weapons of the spirit. So, um, yeah. It, I mean, I'd heard that. I'd known that, I guess, that Psalm 46 was the inspiration for this, but you could not by any stretch call it like a translation. Right? Yeah, that's, I think that's more of what I was expecting. Like, just uh, we'll set that over there. <laughs> we'll enjoy Rita's. <laughs> organing um this weekend hopefully and uh the psalm will be we'll kind of just stand apart and mm -hmm. and we'll look to this for the comfort it gives a very god is our refuge and strength a very present help in trouble whatever your trouble may be <laughs> yeah i mean verse two you know therefore we you know because because god is our refuge and strength the very present help in trouble we will not fear 
though the earth should change and the mountains shake and the, you know, blah, 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 not blah, blah, but <laughs> you know, all of the th bad things going on around us, um, we will not fear, which uh, I think we can, it's, I always think, well, don't fear, you know, like, do not be afraid. Do not. Yeah, yeah. Just don't be scared. And it's like, well, okay, <laughs> sure. Let's just not be scared. Right. <laughs> These things that will kill you yeah. <laughs> like earthquakes and tsunamis. Maybe it's more like, you know, that fear comes and then you can like respond to it with, with a sense of trust and mm. peace, but like sometimes you just have to kind of like go through it. It's not just like a, I don't know instant mm. stop right these are fearful things yeah, yeah. kingdoms are tottering and nations are in an uproar like that's that's uh a well, lot to be afraid of yeah i mean you know and i think of even you know today there's just so much turmoil and you know there's always some country ra saber rattling against another sometimes yeah. it's us in our own country um you know the sense of change in our own own society and culture is scary and it feels like the pandemic, you know, all these things that everything is on the brink that it's mm. just, the earth is melting, yeah. uh, you know, climate change and all that. Is, it seems like a pretty good description in some ways, but, um, you know, the, the promise the be still and know that I am God, like in the midst of that, mm. it, that is a beautiful, it's like when, like, if you hear like a, an orchestra piece or some kind of music piece that just builds and builds and builds. It gets sold out and everything's crazy. And then it's just like cuts away and there's just like a little nothingness or just like a still small voice, still small voice. Um, be still. Hmm. Um, yeah, that's a beautiful reminder for us to maybe end on as we are still and we know and trust who God is, you know, we, we hear Jesus words that will know the truth and the truth will make us free. But I don't know. Well, any any connections here, Melissa, with LYO from last weekend? Um, well, we talked about um Isaiah 43. God in two. the storm, yeah. could it be? It could be. It could be Brandy's repping some merch from yeah. LYO. <laughs> um and we talked a lot about God didn't promise that there wouldn't be storms, but he promised he would be with us. Mm -hmm. So that was a good reminder. For our kids and for our adults sure yeah kind of multiple us. times for multiple different speakers that we're not promised easy breezy nothingness but we're promised that god is with us and walking with us and a very present help in trouble yeah, would you say you, you could say that yep yeah it kind yep, of fits that could work. Psalm 46 in particular really yeah so good tie-in good i'm glad you all were able to go down to bismarck for that mm -hmm. so well, any um, closing thoughts here, folks, before we wrap it up? I'm all thought out. All thought out, ready for a sermon on Sunday. About oh, totally. <laughs> confirmation, Reformation, all the Asians. The Celebration. Asians. Celebration, yeah. proclamation. It'll be great. So, <laughs> well, uh, anyways, on that note, uh, well, thank you, everyone, for joining us um, today for our Wandering in the Word for October 31st, 2021 with Pastor Brandy.